Hi, my name is Sahara Afin. I'm the founder of the Posh Mom Club. Welcome to my podcast, Women Who Inspire. Today, we have founders of Why Hangry. Welcome to our podcast. Thanks, Sahara. Hi, it's very nice to be here today. Excited to meet you over the podcast. Um, I want to find out more about your company. Could you introduce yourselves? Yeah, of course. Uh, so we are the co-founders of Why Hungry. Um, it is a private chef platform which um, makes people allow, like allows people to spend quality time at home. Uh, my name is Siddi Mattel, and yeah, well, I'm one of the founders. What is your background? So I um, went to Colombia for my undergrad, and I majored in computer science, and that was in 2013. From then, I joined uh, the trading floor and traded financial bonds for the past six years before, well, yeah, we both met. So me and Heinen met on the trading floor. We quit and now we're in the world of Wahangri. What made you start this company? Um, so we, this is kind of like a funny story and I think our origins are very organic really so it kind of starts off when Heinen and I met on the trading floor so Heinen do you want to tell tell us quickly what you did before oh yeah sure so um, my background I'm German Chinese I grew up in Hamburg and Beijing Um, moved to London to study philosophy and economics at the London School of Economics that was in 2014 at the time I always thought that I was going to go into global politics, IMF, UN, something like that to leverage my language skills. But somehow instead I started working um, at Goldman uh, Goldman Sachs instead um, and stayed in fixed income sales for three years before I moved to Barclays and met City. And working together and becoming friends at work, we realized that we both had this problem, which was that we were eating out all the time and not spending much quality time at home, which we really wanted to do. Um, and that really was the origin of uh, Why Hangry, because both of us had experience living in China and India, developing countries where labor costs are unarguably cheaper than, yeah. let's say, Germany or the UK. So we were used to having help at home. and being in London, we really wished that it would be possible to hire someone who could come and help us with the task of cooking um, once in a while when we needed to, obviously not on a full-time basis, but yeah, that was the spark of the idea. So this was very much a need back then at that point in time, and yeah, we came together and decided that while working at Barclays, we were going to find a way to start testing this idea. And what steps does a new business like yourself take? How do you market yourself? Because marketing is really important. You can have an amazing idea, but if the marketing isn't there, you can go very wrong. 100%. It's so true. And we definitely believe that when you have an idea, you should get out there and test it and speak to people as opposed to just locking yourself in your basement and building something out before the world sees anything. Like for years, you're just like searching and arguing. So actually, like our beginning was very, very small and we really have taken a lot of baby steps. 
Um, and I hear a baby in the background, actually. Yes, yes, it's my baby. <laughs> oh, hello. Um, yeah, so actually a very first step. So this is actually before even marketing. So the question for us was, great, we have this idea. It makes a lot of sense. We finally managed to find one other person who believes in this and is excited. Can we do something about it? Uh, the very first thing I remember us doing was we went to Heinen's place. We made ourselves some instant noodles and we were like, right, today we're going to find a plan to test it. So we came up with a PDF. We wrote 10 different dishes on there, made it look a little bit pretty. What we thought was pretty back then. It's like hor- horrifying today. Um, and this PDF literally had like, a, this is an intro to this private chef. Let us know what meals you want. And then we made a list of all the friends or friends of friends we thought will be interested. And we made a calendar. So our job over the next coming days was to hunt down our friends, ask them if they would pay at cost for a private chef and 16 meals or something at their home. And then we will do the grocery shopping, the private chef will go over. And if, would, if they would pay something like 80 to 100 bucks for all these meals, and yeah, that was like literally the first step we took um, in testing our concept. And what challenges did you face? Because all businesses find challenge, find you know, starting a business a challenge. What were your main challenges? I think in the beginning. So um, as City kind of alluded to, we started off um, with a service that was batch cooking, sixteen or something, ten plus meals. Let's say ten plus. Chef yeah, comes to your home, cooks a bunch of meals, leaves them in the fridge. And what we realized is the feed from the feedback of our friends that they just had too much food. We're working in fast-paced corporate jobs where a lot of times you had client lunches, client dinners, catch-up drinks, catch-up dinners with friends in the evening. And then the feedback was, I have so much food. I don't even have enough days or meals in the week to finish them. So I have to freeze it, but I don't love frozen food. I want like fresh food. But the chef was amazing. I'll definitely have another chef over when I have a dinner party. Or I'll have it when my friends come over so I can split the food. So it was also, oh my God, one of actually several of the beta testers had the chef over, realized how much food they had, and then he started calling up friends living in the neighborhood. I'm like, come over, I have way too much food, come and help me, and it's delicious. So that really gave us the idea that maybe instead of just offering batch cooking, we should also market and try the social gathering aspect. And that's when we started introducing marketing dinners because we thought the best way to actually test our own product is to get people to experience it. And the hurdle for trying a new service and um, doing that with your friends, like it might be high because you've never used the chef service. You are introducing it to some friends that you might want to impress. What if the service isn't good enough for your standards? So we thought we'll just organize a bunch of these, see how it turns out, whether there's a ripple effect, whether people who attend our marketing dinners will actually then organize their own. And that's exactly what happened. So that is essentially how we grew in the beginning. We organized a bunch of dinners with different friends groups and they then took it on to organize their own ones. And with with the current situation where we have the coronavirus, how are you changing your marketing or maybe your business strategy to fit in with what's going on? So I think the first a big point for us is long term, um, our business model stays and is very much relevant. If anything, like now as um, lockdown starts to ease, you we're already seeing people comfortable or missing their friends. 
what yeah. they are uncertain about is public spaces unhygienic places so you do not trust places which have not been cleaned but you will probably be okay inviting friends over who have also been in quarantine so that's almost like the first stage of lockdown opening that you miss your friends miss your family and you guys want to get together so if anything we actually anticipate anticipate a, like a demand coming back for our dinner parties and actually much bigger than before um and that kind of stays but equally given covid we very much realized once um i i was in india in march and hain and i were speaking and then we saw all this obviously kind of kicking off um yeah. lockdown starting international border shutting and we realized like dinner parties were massively going to get impacted so at that point we took a conscious decision to use this interim time to test our new revenue models so we have two revenue models that we introduced and we called those our covid offerings and the way how you arrive <laughs> at them is actually very funny because in the during lockdown when it started i moved to city spare room <laughs> <laughs> so i was um yeah we were living together before but then for the lockdown we were like yeah why don't you just move in i have a spare room and i was like okay let's do this and we essentially established my hangry headquarters and we came together at the beginning of lockdown we were brainstorming and we had all of these ideas and what we took away was two things the one thing being that not everyone can cook and everyone is being forced to become a quarantine yeah, chef that's at home. delivery services are massively reduced because restaurants are closed and a lot of takeaways only started reopening recently so there's less choice so most people are forced to cook and we then thought okay what do we want to achieve a we want to come up with an alternative business model maybe two we have two i'll tell you about them in a sec and then also what we want to achieve during this time is engage our community really engage the customers who've supported us in the past and also potentially raise awareness for new customers post lockdown so we started doing cook alongs on insta live every single day so city and i were experimenting in the kitchen every single day which was so ironic because the purpose of this business was that we wouldn't have to cook anymore and now we were here in this kitchen like cooking every single day we also every single episode we have managed to like mess up something like once we lit our house on fire we occasionally <laughs> drop things it's actually crazy it's like it's like yeah i think we'll look back to this time and it's just been so it's just been so extraordinary yeah. but we basically launched the insta cook um cooking oh, yeah, sessions for sure yeah yeah and then we also thought Okay, it's one thing cooking along live or even watching um someone cook, but it's something else to cook with your friends. And that's one thing that people miss the most, hanging out with their friends. So we launched our virtual dinner parties, which essentially are virtual cooking classes with our professional chefs via Zoom. So imagine groups of like 4 to 8 people all on Zoom following instructions of a chef cooking along. The, after the cooking the chef leaves and you just stay on zoom and have your dinner party you eat the same food that you made together and honestly it's been so successful the thing is there's already a lot of pre-recorded content but it's not the same because in cooking things go 
wrong and you can't ask the youtube video yes to like if, check if, if your looking. kitchen is on fire and the chef sees it the chef will tell you put a tea towel on but youtube video will tea not towel. a wet tea towel oh god yeah so actually the response of our virtual cooking classes has been incredible and then our second service funnily it enough actually arose from the fact that we got so tired of cooking every day so four weeks no six weeks into lockdown cooking every single day cooking and also cleaning every single day we got literally so tired of it couldn't deal with it anymore and the greatest thing is we kind of foresaw this happening because after that brainstorming session city started licensing our chef's home kitchens okay for catering purposes so we did that and that licensing process takes 28 days so at the time four to six weeks into lockdown when people started getting less the novelty of cooking has worn off but yeah it's downright frustrating i think yeah downright our friends were like i cannot step into that kitchen to cook or clean like i am losing my mind and that is when the registrations uh, came through and our home kitchen our chef's home kitchens got certified when we started launching our batch cooking delivery service which was two weeks ago and for which we've seen a great uptake and a lot of repeat customers and we just thought that these two things really both came at the right time yeah. and they have been um, helping us and giving back to our community essentially during this time where people are yeah needing services that are different from what existed before how do you deal with sustainability because obviously that's a big question um, food wasted or your packaging and your boxing what what is your angle for that so, <laughs> we're so glad you asked we can't say too much about it okay because this is a project we're currently working on but um, just to give you a snippet we are working on an exciting zero waste initiative for our business right now one thing that we can definitely share with you is our virtual cooking classes we have different offerings and the first offering we started with is learn to make a cool new dish using what you already have at home because most of our customers in the beginning weeks of lockdown were averse to going into supermarkets and it was impossible to get delivery slots from online grocers. So we had all these inquiries um, about, hey, can I do a cooking class, but I don't have this, I don't have this. So we created this questionnaire that will, that, bas um, that basically asks for what you have in your kitchen and your cupboard. And depending on what you had, our algorithm would then come up with a dish that you can make using what you have at home. Essentially using up things, not requiring to buy new things and prevent, preventing waste. So this was initial, our initial step. Then we took this a step further to actually develop, uh, to actually work on our project, which um, yeah, we're very excited about. Yeah, and I guess like just kind of to add on, the thing is like going through COVID, it is, I'm glad you asked this, but also this is probably going to be like the biggest thing. Like, like the community or customers will look to brands that have like a bigger purpose, a bigger um, social impact, environmental footprint. Yeah. So even for us, going through this period of like brainstorming, what really got us excited was for us to be able to. Um, participate in reducing food waste as like a broader mission and we are now to be very honest figuring out 
our entire sort of mission vision so we can reorient ourselves so this is like a huge part of what we stand for it's not about making little tweaks anymore it's about how our business is like a leader in helping uk reduce food waste to start um yeah and i think coming um to zero waste actually it's not it's always been a focus of the business even pre covid and what we have realized when we started offering um um our service to, uh, private chef dinner parties is that spices were wasted a lot because essentially what happens as oh how the business works or worked before covid is the client chooses a menu or chooses dishes all the required ingredients get delivered to the client's home then the chef shows up usually just carrying their own knives because chefs are knife snobs and then the chefs make everything fresh in the client's home using the ingredients that have been delivered and initially we were delivering spices as well because we weren't sure what spices exactly clients would have at home and then we realized that is a big waste ground cumin twice you don't need oregano twice most people have it but you can't guarantee that they have it so we created spice packs for our chefs that they take to every booking so that no spices are wasted and then we started going a little bit further adding more things than just spices maybe some condiments as well so it's always been a focus but then our business was growing and we are a very small team we were stretched in so many directions that we didn't have the time and resources to work on the zero waste part as much as we would have liked to and covid and lockdown and the world or our old business model being on hold essentially has really allowed us to go and build the foundations of the zero waste part of our business from scratch in a very solid way and that is what will make us emerge much stronger after covid and lockdown is um a thing of the past hopefully soon um thank you thank you so much both for your time today it's lovely hearing about your story thanks so much sahar thank you thanks a lot thanks a lot